Hello and welcome to How to Deal When the Shit Gets Real podcast. I'm Marietta. And I'm Connie. And today we're here with Stubbs. It's his nickname, guys. I swear that somebody didn't invent somebody wasn't like, yeah, you're stubby. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, How did that nickname come about, actually? You don't want to know about that. Okay. That's, that's, okay. that's, a, oh. yeah. that's a TMI. Okay, well, yeah. anyway, we'll just go into how do you deal when shit gets real. You could just tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Stas. No one calls me Stubbs. I live in Homewood, Illinois. I recently just went back to work building trails and jumps for bike parks. Oh, that's fun. So, yeah, My husband would love doing that. <laughs> Yeah, mainly one in Chicago right now called the Big Marsh. It's really fun. Hmm. So actually, they started like seven, eight years ago when I went there. I used to go there all the time when they first opened. And then I totally just disappeared with everything and just started going back there again. And just, yeah, super cool. So. So what got you started in BMX and biking and just like the love of it in general? Uh, I was always in the bikes. Like I didn't get my license until I was like 20. I just always rode everywhere. And then plus all my friends were older. So I didn't need a license, you know, like it. Um, Yeah. But like nobody rode around here. Like it was a skateboarding town, you know, Homewood, Chicago Heights, Flossman. It's really skateboarding. And I, I sucked at that. So I kind of, you know, at the time, like, in the area like punk rock was a big deal so i wanted to start playing in a band so i kind of focused more on music and forgot about bikes for a while because i don't know and then i got back into it like i don't know like i was like 23 just to kind of get me out of trouble and stay focused so i started like did it work yeah yeah i haven't been in trouble since yeah you know 21 i got my dui and that was the last time i got in trouble good job yeah that's in... yeah, yeah. That, I, I got in trouble a lot as a kid but that was the last time why do i not remember that maybe i just wasn't paying attention oh well dude i didn't even like really go to high school like i dropped out of high school twice wow um, yeah maybe that's why yeah i mean still to this day people think i was there i'm like no guys i was gone i was already doing something else you know now that i think about it you really weren't in high school because there was only two stefans so it was really easy to know if one of you wasn't there yeah oh my god yeah and that was a huge another story when all that went down too yeah yeah you know i got phone calls like thinking that you know because he was a good friend of mine too you know yeah yeah that's rough yeah. yeah yeah just for uh context general context uh the other Stefan that we went to high school with did unfortunately pass away so that was where the confusion came yeah. in oh my goodness it's already you're like no I, i'm here i'm i'm alive yeah <laughs> i was sleeping what's going on up. i'm like shit what did i do last night i knew i was hammered doing something stupid the night before you know Yes, yeah, so I don't know. So I just stayed with bikes. And um, I don't know, when I turned like 29, I blew up my knee and just had to get out of Illinois. So I just kind of like, after I had knee surgery, like a year later, I just took off with my dog and drove around the country and just worked at bike shops, just rode wherever I could. Ended up in Portland for a while. You made it far, um, all the way to Portland. Yeah, well, I went to Texas first. 
and I hung out in Texas with my cousin for like a real quick bit. And then, yeah, I ended up in Portland. My brother lives up there. So I was up there for a while and then ran out of money. And then. Yeah, the West Coast will do that to you. Back. Yeah, the West slowly. Coast will do that to you for sure. Well, it's no matter where I go, I seem to always come back to Illinois. This is like the fourth time it's happened. So. I, I guess it's telling you you aren't allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, I know. So then I bought a house. So, you know. Good for you, though. I mean, you went yeah. from having nothing to buying a house. I mean, that says something about the kind of person you are. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, we got the house dirt cheap or whatever, but it's weird. You know, I never had like a home. No matter where I stayed, it was never a home, you know. So, yeah, that's cool. And now I you've made your home. own home. Yeah, I put posters wherever I want. There you go. Nobody can tell you it's not a cool poster because well, it's your fucking well, house. No, no, wherever the wife allows me, I should say. So. I saw you got married. When did you get married? How did you yeah. and your wife meet? So I um, I met my wife like right when I moved back from Portland. Like I was living in the... Ro Remember the Romans? Yeah, like, absolutely. Sir, yeah. So mm -hmm. like, that's like my second family. You know, oh, that's, that's I nice. With during, yeah, that's who I lived with during high school, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And then I lived with them during high school. And then, you know, whatever. And then I actually lived with them when I moved back from Portland when I was 33 or whatever, because they're awesome people. Um, and I was just looking for a job uh, anywhere. I didn't know if I was coming or going, coming or going. You know, I was living in a tent in their backyard or whatever. So I oh just applied gosh. for this bike shop job in Orland. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, she was my boss. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, know, so, you know, like right when I came home or whatever, I'm like, sir, I'm going to be in trouble, you know. So then, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you know, whatever, like we started hosting like mountain bike nights, like out in Payless at that bike park. And like, mm -hmm. I don't know, we just got to know each other better. And the next thing you know, we're married. Dating. Yeah. And then... And then, you know, I got sick, like, shortly after that. And, so what was you know, the official diagnosis of uh, that? Yeah, so this is nuts. So We're ready. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is just insane. And I don't remember everything, which is kind of cool and kind of bad. Like, my wife's less to fill me in on a lot. Like, whoever people do, like, doctors have to remind me, like. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I, that's why, like, my speech is kind of, like, messed up, too. It's all great, yeah. Well, but, yeah, um, when you have – you also talked about concussions, too. So, I mean, that all plays a factor into that. So, that's what we thought it was. So, like, I, I remember when – I've always had stomach problems. It's always been an issue for me, even as a kid. You know, I quit eating meat when I was 15 years old. You know, okay, and it okay. made me feel a lot better. You know, I lost a bet to my buddy Fat Boy. He bet I couldn't do it for a month, for like a twelve pack of Ice House or some something like that. <laughs> whatever, yeah. Oh, I love and it. Then, yeah, and then I know I just felt better. You know, so I just stuck with it through all these years. But um, so like every year on my birthday for I don't know how many years I go downtown usually by myself because I'm like the only vegan that I knew at the time. And just like hop around, bar hop or whatever, and go to all the vegan spots and just eat and get fat and get drunk. Well, Sounds delicious. I, yes, it was great. Well, when I, and I usually go by myself, you know. Well, when I turned 33, uh, my now wife went, my buddy uh, Stir went, 
you know, whatever. Had a great time. Uh, and I was working at a bike shop downtown. Uh, and uh, when I was working there the next day, I hit my head and I fell to a knee. And, you know, I kind of just like blacked out for a second, thought nothing of it. And then like 20 minutes later, I just started throwing up, started throwing up, started throwing up. Uh-oh. I'm like, shit. I'm like, wow, man. Okay, this is my hangover is finally coming, you know, or whatever. And then I'm like, no, it's still my birthday weekend. We're going to continue this. So next to where I Uh-oh. worked, like another vegan joint. So I got a bunch of vegan food, went home, you know, started celebrating still my birthday, you know, whatever it was on a weekend and just got violently sick again. Oh, so no. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, fuck, it's the food then, you know, this ain't a hangover. And then it was like on and off, on and off like that for weeks. And then my weight just like started dropping. And I'm not a big guy, you know, I'm like six feet, six one on a good day, like 165 pounds. I'm not a big dude. Weight just started slowly declining. So like after like two months of just me and this, and then the pain started kicking in. You had to be like a skeleton by then. Oh, pretty close. But it was the pain that was so, and I never cried so much in my life as a grown man. The pain oh, man. was so intense. Like they compare it to like pregnancy, like times three. It just feels like someone's just beating the shit out of your insides, and there's Ugh. nothing you could do. Finally, got, went to these hospitals. You know, they said, you know, oh, it's um, this, it's that. Put me on pills for one thing. You know, that was wrong. Messed me up more. Put me on pills for another thing. Whatever. Still wrong shit. <laughs> that oh, sounds just, like the yeah. hospitals exactly. Oh, just making things worse and then finally after like like i don't know like six months of this finally see a doctor uh around here and they kind of say like oh it's your pancreas is messed up dude like what's the pancreas you know how can my pancreas be messed up you know (laughs) and they're like well the first signs of pank uh pancreatitis is um is drinking too much i'm like ah shit so that was me yeah, I'm like, fuck, that really got me. And then I didn't know how serious it was. It's like life threatening. And I'm like, fuck, man, this is kind of scary. But they didn't know how to treat it out here in these small Illinois Cook County hospitals. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get me transferred up to these big ones. And then COVID hit. And of nobody course. gave a shit about me. I was on the back burner and I mean, I get it, but it sucks for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're in pain. Who wants to spend any extra moment in fucking pain? Yeah, it was, it was miserable and it sucked, you know, between that and then like the black lives matter movement happening, it was just fucking chaos, you know, and everyone's hurting each other. So all these hospitals are packed. And like I said, COVID's going on. So no one gave a shit about me. So I sat in these hospital beds for two years. Like I didn't text anybody. I didn't do like any social media. Like That's I didn't horrible. Want, I didn't want anybody to know because I didn't know what was going on with me. You know, because my family would text. You know, my aunts. You know, I'm really close with my aunts, and they would text me like every day, and I get frustrated. Like I don't know what's going on. 
can't eat anything. I'm getting so sick. This pain is intense. So the whole time while I'm in the hospital, just sitting there, I'm just getting doped up on morphine, fentanyl, whatever they have. They're just doping me up because they don't know how to deal with me. That's insane. So finally, like, I'm not eating. I'm down to 97 pounds. Yikes. Yeah. They stick a a feeding tube in me. Oh, my God. feeding tube in me. Now all so instead is- of really treating the problem, they're like, oh, yeah. here's here's a feeding tube. And then on top, this. all right. So on top of me sitting in these beds, like not doing anything, I developed cysts and of blood clots. Yeah. So now they really don't know what to do with me. So then they send me home. <laughs> they just sent me home, all doped up and stuff like that. And they pretty much told myself and my wife, um. For me to start making arrangements this is it blah 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 and we're like holy shit for real so I'm they like, don't yeah. treat you they won't figure There's it out they send you home and send then they home. tell you you're gonna die what the exactly. fuck exactly I go to another that. hospital and like i said because everything was going on it wasn't the nicest hospital but it was a hospital they wouldn't treat me at all they wouldn't give me food for my feeding tube they i had to get treatment i didn't I sat in the hospital for one week until I broke out. Oh my gosh. I had to break out of that hospital. And I That's never, insanity. I've never, they did like three uh, tests on me and I still to this day never got the results on these tests that they supposedly did. No, I, I just took the shit out of me and left because it was miserable. Oh well, yeah, of course. You're so, not, I mean, you're a young you know, man. I mean, well, yeah, I was 33 at the time, you know, and yeah. they have all they keep saying is, oh, your pancreas is messed up. Oh, you drank too much. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm like, dude, no, I know a lot of people that drink a lot more than I have. And, you know, they're not in my situation, you know. Right. So after finally, like, you know, like the third time of someone telling us, like, hey, you're screwed, you know, make arrangements. My wife's like, no, no, we ain't having this. So she got me into the University of Wisconsin in Madison. Good for your wife. Yeah. You know, and like I said, this is like right when we knew each other. You know, we barely even knew each other this much. Wow. That's even more impressive. Yeah. I mean, without her, I'd be gone. Like, I don't have a mom or dad or anything like that. And my wife, she's first generation. So her, all she has is her parents and her grandma. And they're straight from Poland. You know, so she doesn't mm-hmm. have a big family, you know, so gotcha. she's okay. taking care of me like, like what? Also, every doctor appointment was up there. So we're traveling, you know, six hours, you know, three hours there, three hours back. Yeah. And that true. hospital, they, so they took me as far as they could take me. They did not know how to get to the bad part of my pancreas because of the cyst and the blood clots being all entangled. So they're also, yeah, they didn't know what to do. So they sent me home (gasps) and they sent me home. I was like on liquid morphine, all this crazy stuff, all messed up. Oh my gosh. How did you not end up addicted to any of these drugs? Honestly, amazing. It's, well, here's, I've never taken pills and I don't like them. Like, I blew up my knee, never took them. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like them because I have addictive personality. You know, I know what they do with people, you know. But for my stomach, it was the only thing to 
calm it. It was ridiculous. Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm sure yeah. it's just really shocking that like after you were fixed, you didn't stay addicted because that's how you well, hear all these things happening where you get on the pill and then you just keep on going even after slowly, long after you're better. We're slowly getting me off and still. Oh really? Okay. Oh, well, that's that good. because I've. These doctors, since they didn't know what to do with me, they're giving me the highest doses possible. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, you know, a normal person, if, you know, a broken leg in a hospital gets like two milligrams of morphine, they're pumping me at eight milligrams. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. That's a lot. My tolerance is crazy. And then, like, we'll get to it when I get there. But, I mean, I was on ketamine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like a horse tranquilizer. Yep. Yeah crazy so anyway so wisconsin sends me home you know we're not don't know what's going on you know i still have the feeding tube in me this and that i'm going fucking nuts because i'm bed rest i weigh 97 pounds i can have nothing by mouth i can't drink water i can't do anything you know that's insanity wow all i have is pills pills take this take this i mean i got red flagged from the pharmacy like three times just because oh my god Cause my doctors were just like, take this, you know, we don't know what's wrong with you. I'm just like, dude, this is insane. So I was walking down the street and there's a, there's a lady who does shit with dogs or whatever is playing with the dogs. One of the dogs jumped on me and ripped out my feeding tube. Oh geez. Cause you know, you didn't have enough going on. Yeah, exactly. So they rushed me to these Illinois hospitals who want nothing to do with me anymore. These Illinois hospitals around me, all they do is shoot me up with morphine. And then they call my wife in three hours and tell her to pick me up. Sometimes they won't even call my wife. They just like, you're free and let me walk home. Like Jesus. all morphined out. Dude, it was so messed up. And this is all during COVID, you know, like, and what I heard was like they were bringing up nurses that weren't supposed to be there because of you know the pandemic was so crazy they you know but whatever man they shouldn't have brought certain people up certain people certain weren't ready to yeah hang. they weren't ready yeah no I get exactly you. doesn't yeah they just weren't ready so anyway so these hospitals didn't know what to do so they called they made me take a ambulance from here all the way up to Wisconsin. Jesus. So Wisconsin could fix me. And that, in the ambulance, they're doping me up, doping me up, doping me up. So as I get to Wisconsin, you know, they see what's going on. They put me under the anesthesia. My body couldn't take it. I flatlined. Yikes. That's right. I OD'd. Ah, yeah. okay. Okay. So here I am in Wisconsin. So the, the doctors literally made you OD. Wow. The doctors that's... OD'd me, yeah. Wow. Doctor, yes, yeah. If that doesn't have a lawsuit written all over it, I don't know it's what the insane, fuck does. Right? And here it is. Uh, here I am in Madison, Wisconsin, which is a great hospital. Not often you hear that. No. But I'm in Wisconsin. During COVID, nobody's allowed to visit me. You know what I mean? Not even and your wife? nobody was allowed there because oh, she was not my even my wife at the time so oh, yeah that's right and then they put me to the side and explain me how i died and stuff like this i'm like are you oh thanks thank you for that to, you know so i'm like shit i mean i broke down and everything you know because that's crazy you know I wasn't expecting that is crazy that. you know and i had no idea i woke up you know of course i'm all like all loopy because of the gas they're like no dude you died we like you flatlined we had to bring you back to life i'm like wow 
so you know whatever so stay there for a couple months and then the same thing they're just like dude we do not know how to fix you and the whole time you know we're running out of money you know my insurance dropped me you know this illinois disability is terrible yeah like don't get don't get sick in illinois it's terrible um so finally luckily i got into mayo clinic in rochester uh, minneapolis like the best hospital in the world you know thank god jesus yeah so finally after three years of me being in hospitals and like i said nobody knew about this i wasn't texting anybody or telling anybody my problems because everybody had their own going on you know so yeah. it was like a shock when people saw me like all oh, skinny or whatever sickly yeah i mean i have people that was doing like crack you know when i'd be out of the hospital because i mean i was 97 pounds nothing it was gross yeah when you made your post on instagram i was like holy shit this dude has been through some dude shit. <laughs> so it's so then you know mayo clinic is awesome it's like a mall of america but hospital yeah, you, you don't have to leave there unless you want to smoke a cigarette. Like you can buy booze in there, you can buy food in there. It's like awesome. And then all your doctor's appointments for however long is there. There you go. So it, you just got to get like, a, and there's hotels connected to it. It's like it's so cool. It's everything you need. I like it. One stop shopping. Yeah, it's super cool. Dog friendly, because that was another thing. Like, who's gonna take care of my dog during all? And my dog got right. sick during all this too. Of course. Because yeah, there's a thing called pet anxiety. My dog's never been without me, and now he is. Oh. So he got super sick. So here's my wife is taking care of my dog, who's almost died. Yeah, so that's a whole nother story. But, oh my gosh. So, finally got in the Mayo Clinic, and uh, you know they did the CAT scans and x-rays. And by that time I've had so many of those MRIs and CAT scans, like they're create, they're worried. Like you know, I'm going to get damaged because of all the radiations, how many I had. I mean, cause it was just nonstop MRI, 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 like, cause nobody had a different opinion on how to fix me and nobody could do it or chose not to do it. Or chose not. I was going to say, or chose not to exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, and it kind of sounds like chose just because of the COVID thing. They're well, like, that, nah, my hands are full. I got I waited, we have COVID over here. Exactly. I waited in beds for weeks for like Northwestern or something to open and nothing would open up for me because of COVID was overtaking everything, you know? Oh my gosh. So it just sucked. Um, I'm not saying that these hospitals would have fixed me anyways, but I probably would have been fixed faster. Faster, yeah, for sure. You know, because this is not something you see. This is something you're going to read about in textbooks. You know, this Ooh, crazy. Okay. So you know, I'm guessing Mayo finally gave you the diagnosis? Yeah. So when you get a, like a doctor, you get like a whole whole team all over the country and they talk about your you know your situation. So what it came down to is they think that you know like i mentioned before i always had stomach problems i grew up in an era with jackass you know just doing stupid shit you know jumping off trees houses you know just you know bmx and just hurting myself you know and i played football you know and i just they think i just hit myself wrong 
Okay. And then on top of that, on top of the drinking, you know, that didn't help, but drinking was not the main cause. They just think that I just, you know, just. Uh, it's just the, too much the, abuse. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and I never went to the doctor as a kid, you know, and like I said, I, and what your pancreas does, like it breaks down fatties. And, you know, if I was not a vegan, they told me that I probably would have been dead because my wow. body can't handle, my body cannot handle fats. Okay. Wow. That's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah. So me being on my vegan diet came in my favor. Well, there you but go. Here's the thing. So. All right, so like, okay, you know, we could fix you, we could fix you, blah, blah, you know, come in for surgery. I'm like, all right, cool, dope. Went in for surgery, thought nothing of it, scared shitless, don't get me wrong. Of course, it's surgery. It doesn't matter if it's going to save you or not, it's still surgery. Yeah, and it's it's St. Patrick's Day last year. <laughs> of course year. it is. I remember it because I am now 38 months sober. I had quit, I had to quit drinking. Well, congrats so, to you. That's an, you. quite yeah, an accomplishment. 38 months. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Good thing I didn't bring my whiskey in here tonight because I almost no, did. No, no, it's cool. The <laughs> wife still drinks wine and shit like that. It's fine. I'm over that period. But um, yeah, so I went in for my surgery and like I woke up and I had a beard. I'm like, what is going on? I got tubes sticking out of me. I'm freaking out. I'm like, what is going on? Turns out during surgery, when they're cutting off the bad part of my pancreas, it was so damaged that it just turned to dust and I just bled out internally. Whoa. Holy crap. And they had a pump. Turned like, to dust? I just can't even imagine. Yeah, just, Cannot just, fathom. Just, just, yeah. And they had to pump six liters of blood out of me. And they oh just my gosh. automatically, I, get, I just was fighting everybody. They just put me in a coma. I said, wow, dramatically induced yeah. coma. So did they give you yeah. a new pancreas? So what they did now is they cut, since all that happened, they had to do a, a procedure called uh, the Whipple cell, which is okay. they cut off um, my pancreas. It was the head that was damaged. Okay. It kind of looks like a fish. Mm -hmm. um, they had to cut off the head. Mm -hmm. And then like, but like they had to, since all that shit happened, like they had, I, I'm all Frankenstein inside now. Like they had to, <laughs> uh, like my small intestine, like is attached to that now. And it's, I'm like, all like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Oh. Cause I all, yeah, I forget. It's all like, kind of interconnected or something. They connected yeah, it all. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, so you and then do I, always, I had have a pancreas. Seven, like just so you do, just like smaller smaller yes. yeah okay yeah yeah Hi. um and i don't have like some sometimes like when you, your pancreas gets damaged like you get diabetes mm -hmm. okay. Good on that. that's a big factor but really? uh, yeah big wow. factor but like so finally after like four months of sitting at hospital i finally got out you know, I, I missed, I remember this, like, uh, the nurses laughing. I'm like, what's going on? And like, oh, you don't know? I said, no, what's going on? It was like a month after, like, Will Smith slapped fucking Chris Rock. Oh, <laughs> what said, a crazy what time to wake about? up to. And they're like, you got to see this. And then they're showing me. I, and they're oh, the my best God. nurses ever. The 
best nurses I had. Clearly. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, what time is this? They're like, boy, you missed a lot. Like, so much happened. I'm like, damn, I was out for that long. Oh, man. Like, that's yeah. hilarious. So it was nuts. And then Waking yes, up I with had- a beard would definitely be... Yeah. crazy i mean and like, i went there clean shaved you know because you know, oh you my gosh be clean for you know surgeries and shit yet yeah, i woke up and i'm just like what the fuck's going on you know i can't grow a good beard anyways i've grown like a forrest gump weird one and uh, <laughs> it was just like what i don't like this and i had seven tubes coming out of me so finally after like i had to like learn how to walk again too because my legs just turned to like this Oh yeah. yeah. You yeah. have to build up that muscle again. That's so I had uh, to do that. Rough. So I finally got out of the hospital and uh I had those tubes in me for three months. Wow. And, yeah, and they what were they for? The, the drain the rest of the blood out that they couldn't get from oh, when okay. internally wow. bleeding. So it was like wow. You know, picture like it's this yeah, I have scars all over now. It looks like I got like bullet holes. Like I have a bunch of my. Hey, well, you know what? That would be a hilarious party story. Be like, yeah, man, I I've been shot so many times. Oh, I've been thinking about it. I've been waiting for some more weight, though. Stefan, people would believe you. Like people from high school would be like, yeah, mm -hmm, that's on. Yeah, just like, oh, fucking that guy. (laughs) We knew that was happening. Oh, I can't. No, yeah. So then, you know, I finally got those out, and then I did five months of physical therapy. And like in know, house or did you go like from your home to no I uh I luckily the physical therapy place is seriously like a two minute drive from my house. Did you go nice. to that new Shirley Ryan that's on the corner of like no what is I that? couldn't get into that. Oh. They were only accepting like um because that was like the first place my pain specialist tried to get me into. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and I couldn't get into. They're only accepting like uh, like cancer patients at the time. Ah, uh, okay. And I'm going to Athletica or whatever, and that's still a good company, from what I know. It was. I just didn't mesh well, but it was. You know, it was cool. I mean, five months. You know, I learned how to drive again. I mean, they did help me get some muscle back. You know, and what weight are you at now? Uh, I've so I've lost some weight because. Some reason I decided I was ready to go start building trails in the 90 degree sun. Um, <laughs> so from so, sweat loss, basically. Yeah. So you know, I I applied for the job as a joke, like not thinking, and then then they gave it to you, and then you're yeah, like, yeah, they gave it to me, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll give you this too. I'm like, for real? Like yeah. I'm like, oh shit, for real? I got a job. This is weird. I haven't had a job in four years. You know? I'm like, oh, oh god. god. I still imagine, uh, though, that you're over 97 pounds now. Yes. So the last time I checked, I was 157. That's a big change. Almost back. Almost back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. So my goal is 165, obviously. Almost there. My my wife, uh, she wants dad bod. She wants me to just. That's hilarious. You can have some of my husband's dad bod. He's (laughs) like. He's this like, is your no. fault. You got pregnant you just, and you had all these cravings. Because, dude, like, right when I started gaining weight, it all went to my lower back. It just went, I'm like, what the hell is this? It was just like, I'm like, this is so weird. So then I had my wife chase me, grabbing my back fat. I'm like, nah, this ain't flying. Like, I need a hardcore <laughs> job to sweat this off. <laughs> grabbing That's my hilarious. back fat all day. 
Oh my God. That's one of the best stories I've heard in a long time. I'm just oh, picturing yeah. her chasing you around the kitchen trying to pinch your back. Yeah. <laughs> That's really she's funny. Nuts like that. She's like I said, <laughs> she's a crazy Polak, man. I went to college with two girls that were very, I'm assuming very similar to your life. Her, both of her family was off the boat, Polish, spoke it fluently from, you know, the area of Chicago. That's just all the Polish people. That's where they were from. Nicest girls I've ever met. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, uh, you know, lived in Poland, is a little one, and then grew up, you know, in Chicago, and then ended up in Tinley Park. You know, and that's where I met her working at that shop in Orland. But yeah, you know, if when I go over to her house, you know, her parents' house, you know, there's no English. I figured, with, you know, with me being sick, you know, I I don't know why I didn't take time to learn to speak Polish. It would have been like the perfect because you were in agonizing pain. Well, yeah. that that I was all doped up, and then I that got too. I got addicted to 90 Day fian uh, Fiance. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I, got, I just I can't imagine guys watching it. I love that show. 90 Day Fiance. That's oh, my hilarious. gosh. I love it. Also, Polish, not easy. So. No, no. I use the good. I just talk into my phone now and just send it to her parents and they love it. Oh, so oh there you go. Sweet. Perfect. Yeah, her parents are cool. But yeah, so. Yeah, it's. It was a long road, and there was a bunch of other bullshit that happened in between. It just sucked, you know. Like, like for example, like this one hospital, they they gave me a bunch of fentanyl, and they didn't tell me. So then, yikes! I went, I went, I got out of the house. I have it all on videotape too. They left me alone for like six hours with all the alarms buzzing, and never, no one ever came in. Fucking sucked. Well, anyways, so. They fed, they uh, shot me full of fentanyl, and then I had to go see my pain specialist at his new place, and I had to go take a pee test to get my new meds. <clears throat> Whatever, I peed, not thinking anything of it. I didn't know I had fentanyl in my system, you know. So I pee in the cup. Whatever, I get my meds. So then I go in for surgery. So then, you know, then I was in the hospital for four months. Whatever. And, you know, I was in a coma. And then, you know, when you leave the hospital, they can only give you so much of a prescription. They usually right. can't give you the whole month. It only is like five days to a week or whatever, you know. So, like, okay, just contact, you know, your uh, pain specialist when you guys get home and comfortable. Because, you know, it's a seven-hour drive from here to uh, Rochester, you know, mm -hmm. if it's not snowing, um, whatever. Anyways, so... I finally got out of the hospital after my big surgery, after my coma or whatever, and get home, run out my pain meds, call my pain specialist at his new place. They deny me meds because I pissed fentanyl because of the hospital giving it to me. And since and you're like, I what never, the fuck? And since I never called them back while I was in a coma, there's nothing they could do and they can't help me. What? Wow. So, yes, yes. And I'm on disability now at the time. You know how hard it is to find a pain specialist or any type of doctor on disability? It's miserable. I bet. So here I am just dying in pain. 
You know, I'm not going to lie. I was buying shit off the street. I can't believe I'm still alive. Some of the shit I shouldn't have took. You know what I mean? Yeah, it took me like two months to find a pain specialist that would take me. Oh, my God. These hospitals messed up and couldn't communicate with each other. Of course. It was I wish insane. I could say I'm surprised. Yeah, all these I'm not. yeah definitely was, not. Oh, it sucked. It was just little things like that that happened throughout the two and a half years I was sitting in. Like the one hospital, didn't they didn't know how to use the feeding tube. And they wouldn't get my medicine or my feedings. Like my wife had to come every day and drop off my food because they couldn't supply it. Just like stupid That's shit insanity. Like that. Yeah, and they didn't know how to use like the nozzle to pump in and out my fluids. It's like, you guys are doctors and nurses. You guys do not. Are you guys serious? That makes it's no sense to me madness. whatsoever. Yeah, that's because it's the madness. It's the madness of COVID. Like he said, there are people that were working that should not have been working. Clearly. Yeah. And it's just common sense was out the window. You're going to have to tell me later who these hospitals are because I am very intrigued. Yeah. I mean, and uh, yeah. (laughs) Are you going to sue any of them? I try to. Um. I've heard malpractice is the worst. So my wife and my aunts tried to, again, and I don't remember so much of this. A lot of this is just Mm -hmm. playing. A lot of this is pictures that my wife finally have sent me. Like when I, I think I posted pictures on like Instagram, like two months ago, like of like me in a coma, like the shit down my mouth. Like that was just, I just saw it for the first time myself, you know, like, and still to this day, they're telling me things, reminding me of things. Like we bought a house, you know, I bought a house right before I got sick, you know, and it it was a fixer upper for sure. And it's just like little things like I do. I don't remember even buying this fucking house. You know, I don't remember doing all this drywall. It was just all a, a drugged, painful blur. I was going to say, when you're on drugs like that and you're in pain like that, it's not uncommon for you to, it makes sense that you wouldn't remember everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. And then I'm not going to lie, you know, and and I couldn't drink. You know what I mean? Like I said, I was a big drinker. So it's just like, what do I do? I'm freaking out. You know, I can't go to work. You know, Mm -hmm. what am I going to do? You know, because I was going to go back to the union. You know, I was a union pipe fitter. I was going to go back to doing that. Oh, like Danny. Well, I was a union carpenter straight out of high school, and then I did that until the economy took a shit in, like, 2007. Yep. I was going to say about 2008. (laughs) Yeah. And then I couldn't find work whatsoever, so then I knew this girl. I was dating this girl, and her dad kind of liked me, and he worked for a company that uh, um, made heavy machinery that welded railroad tracks together. Oh, so okay. he got me in there. So I worked there for like nine and a half years. And that's where I learned the weld and stuff like that. That's a good, that's a yeah. good what, thing to know. Oh. A man of many trades. Yeah, I would uh, say so. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, our cousin's husband is a is a pipe fitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, he always works. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They he travel a lot, though. They yeah. are bouncing all over the place um my dad yeah. is yes. in the union um but he was local 150 he was an operating engineer okay um, yeah see i just you know as much as i want to i just you know digging trails is one thing we're going back to like that i did concrete oh know? yeah that's that's a that lot of work style and i'd have to start like 
at the bottom. Like yeah. I'm 37 now. Like I'm not going to have a little 18 year old guy yelling at me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't have the patience for that. And because physically I know I'm not strong enough, which is even going to make me even more mad. You oh yeah. I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, you know, I'm very, you know, you know, I got this gig. My wife's very supportive. It's super cool. Good for you. And good for, good for you guys. Are you still able to get the disability though? Because you're not like up to a hundred percent like snuff or anything and how much they've like put you through, (laughs) you know, four and a half years. I mean, fighting to get disability, it was, you know, it's pulling teeth. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You probably see your age and is immediately like, eh, my age was one thing. My race was another thing. Um, the reason why I was sick was another thing when it came to like that. Because there life. wasn't like a definite like, and this is why you got hurt. Well, that and then they also saw alcohol induced pancreas problem. Ah, so right away, these yeah. people just think all oh, this young punk just drank himself to death. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not you the know, case. Well, you know, it's, I feel it's nice to have a purpose again. Definitely. So what advice would you give to others struggling with their health and trying to get a proper diagnosis? Don't give up. First of all, there's so many times that I yeah. scream, scream, just fucking kill me. You know, kill me. You know, I mean, real fast. There's another time like how messed up things were. Like I got really dark for like a week and a half in the hospital. And I was like, Oh yeah. My wife. I was talking to my wife, I was texting her. I'm like, I'm about, to, I'm about to hang myself in the bathroom. It's like, something's wrong with me. Something's fucking mm-hmm. wrong with me. And it turns out that the doctor at the hospital is giving me antidepressants. And that's how I react. Mm. Oh, like my that. Lord. Yeah, I went off because I am, I lost friends in high school because they're on antidepressants and they, they hung themselves, unfortunately. I... I hate them. And yeah, so that was just another, again, messed up thing that happened throughout this thing. Didn't even ask you? Did not even ask me. That's what I'm saying. There's Good so many Lord times, almighty. There were so many times, like, they rushed me from here to Wisconsin without telling anybody. Like, my wife would call the hospital. I'm like, no, he's not here. We brought him the medicine. And they're like, who brought him the medicine? They're like, oh, an ambulance. And they're like, for real? Like, that who's is- paying that, first of all? That is you know, jacked up. You know, it is, it's ridiculous. So, like, you know, don't give up. You know, uh, don't be ashamed. Another thing is being ashamed. It's like, it's like, you know, you think, you know, think some some people you think disability, disability you know, you think, I don't know. Sometimes you think not good people in a sense. You see people abusing it all the time, this and that, you know, but as much as it does suck, I mean, it's something. So don't be ashamed. If you got to wait in line, if you got to, you know, the long phone calls, it's something if you're struggling, you know, because I really, really struggle with this, you know, still am, you know, this is going to be an ongoing thing, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Glad but you got the support It's basically though. like four years of uh, trauma. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly, if it wasn't for my wife, I mean, she's the one calling these hospitals, like, you're going to fix them. You're going to fix them. You're going to fix them like nonstop, nonstop, you know, Good for her. She works at a bike shop in Homewood Goodspeed and those guys, man. I mean, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. She works there. Okay. Yeah, and, um, 
those guys were amazing for like covering how many times she'd have to drive me all the way up there. Wow. You know? Yeah. You know, well, that's nice that they're understanding. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was super cool. But cause there was just, you know, like I said, uh, Madison's like three and a half hours. And then, I mean, Rochester is six hours on a good day. I mean, one time it took us 14. And oh my got, gosh. Yeah. We got caught in a snowstorm, you know? Yeah. We were trying so, for the yeah, longest but, time to get my mother-in-law into the Mayo clinic. I still think she needs to go, but it's neither here nor there. I, it's, it's amazing there. Mm -hmm. It really is. You know, hey, go Connie. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> go. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, just think about though. I mean, but again, if it she's in Florida life, now, and I think there's one in like Jacksonville, but I think yeah. they've gotten her issue under control. She would lose like her hemoglobin and stuff. Like she would lose, have blood loss, and they couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. And then she went down to Florida and they were like, well, why are they giving you, um, what is it called? Uh, blood thinners and that's what was messing her up with the blood thinners that the doctors in illinois were giving her so as far as I all know, goes back to illinois guys all of it goes back to illinois so as, yeah so as far as i know she's better now but for a while because she was having so many issues we were like you need to go somewhere else the this is not working like you need to go to mail clinic because as far as everybody else is concerned it's a mystery yeah illinois is Illinois is terrible. I Illinois, where all the diseases are a mystery. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I have. I have. Um, so my Mayo Clinic doctors recommending somebody. So I have somebody at Northwestern that my doctors from Mayo recommended because Mayo Mayo is like, dude, you're fixed. Like, there's no reason we want you to drive up here for doctor's appointments and all yeah. this stuff unless it's yeah. emergency. So, I mean, so far, I mean, Northwestern's been cool, but I think just because I had a foot in the door, because I've been trying to go Northwestern this whole time. Right. Yeah. You were always you trying. Know what I mean? Always And trying. then COVID, COVID was fucking everything up for everybody. Everything. COVID, mm -hmm. like, oh. you know. So, you, you it was like, me being mad at the same time, but I had, I had to learn, like, dude, there's, I get it, but come on, you know? Yeah. You need to write like a tell-all book or something, Jeebus. Yeah, I mean, there's so much more. Like, I have a notebook. I have notebooks all over because, like I said, I don't remember a lot and things things pop to me. One from that, go. and then again from being sober for you know 38 months now. I'm getting like all mm -hmm. these. I'm, I'm dreaming again and remember my dreams. I'm like, dude, this is so weird. Sober, <laughs> sober living. What? You know, because now everything's real. You know. Like, yeah. You know, I was so doped up before, you know, now it's like, oh man, I got, I can't believe gas is $4. I'm like, what is going on in this world? You know, my mom and I were ago. just talking about that yesterday. Cause she asked me what gas is here. It's a dollar more by you guys. And you guys have the highest price in the country. Oh, I of course it. we do. I of course. That, that, that's never surprised me. They're Never. Robbers. Welcome to Illinois. They want to fuck you up every which way they can. They're robbers. Seriously. Moving over to Indiana. Uh, Bye, guys. Moving to Indiana. Oh. Anywhere but. Don't, don't get sick in Illinois. Yeah. That's number one. Do not get sick in Illinois. Our, our number one. <laughs> Best advice. Message. Don't yeah, live in Illinois and get sick. Yeah. Run. Or, or getting sick in a pandemic. 
for yeah, them. Don't, yeah. don't do that don't either. Do, yeah. That's ill-advised, do if you will. <laughs> what was I thinking? How dare you get? How dare you get sick during a lockdown? What were you thinking? We joke about that all the time. Yeah, yeah, idiots. Oh Oh my gosh, so funny. Yeah, it's funny now. Now, yes, that it probably would want to make you cry. (laughs) Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like there was a few times where it was just like you know, I put my hand around my arm and it was like this. You know, I'm like, Jesus. what is going on? I start bawling in the car or something like that. But then we say something stupid like that, you know, yeah. just so now it, it, I got all we do is laugh about it, you know, laugh about my scars, laugh about the ignorance, laugh about because I mean, there was some good times too there, too, you know. So there you go. And I'm, al- and I'm alive, you know, that's you are alive. I twice. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah. I mean, beat the odds. Mm-hmm. you know and you know i'm just following the rules you know i gotta you know i can't drink you know um i can't hit my head anymore because <laughs> head, head, yeah yeah head, so do you, so, so yeah. you wear a so helmet everywhere time, so that's how we started the stores when i hit my head so we all kept blaming it on my concussion and stuff like that so another thing they said was you know a head uh gut thing is a thing so i've had oh. many of many concussions okay. in my life of just doing shit but like this last one has what made was which has made my speech like off and weird to me it's weird because i know it's weird people say it's not weird but i hear it doesn't sound weird to me it, I like it my, sounds I, normal i hear myself like, sometimes it feels like it's like you don't feel like yourself or like you're not talking like yourself it doesn't sound yeah. like you yeah exactly and it feels like i'm like i'm thinking way too much i'm thinking it's just no, just that's just our, happen. that's also our, that's also our age too. Not to say that we're old, but mm-hmm. I definitely know that I literally talked to my husband and I stopped and he's like, are you, are you going to finish? And I'm like, hold on. The word hasn't come to me yet. Just give me a minute. No, yeah, no, I get it. I know. I, that's another thing. I'm, I'm like four years this past. I'm 37 for real. Shit. Me too, my friend. Me too. I know, right? Me you too. Know. Crazy I think they used to ride the school bus together. I know. Crazy. Shit. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. And on that note, <laughs> this is how to do when shit gets real. And we'll see you all next episode. Bye.